Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now joined by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Kevin, man, uh, did I feel the earth shake just a little bit when the news was the headline that Chris Beard was no longer the head basketball coach at the University of Texas. And I know one of the first questions that uh, popped into the mind of, of a lot of the Razorback, Razorback fans, and that's, ooh, what about Ron Holland now? Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, you know, this is really one of those situations in, in, in sports that you, you don't like to see from a humanistic standpoint if you're a Razorback fan. This might be something that, I mean, this is a, a program that's going to come in and be, compete with Arkansas in the SEC shortly. Uh, we know the tradition and history there. It's a hated rivalry for Arkansas. And so any Texas bad news is, is good news for the Razorbacks, especially since they'll be playing twice a year, presumably, uh, when they join the league in bas- for basketball and, of course, in football as well. But, uh, you, you know, you hate to hear this in a sense of just – how ugly and what that was. But again, if a guy like Ron Holland, who, you know, Arkansas plays first runner up, you know, um, what do they say in the pageants? If, if Miss America can't complete her duties, the first runner up will say, you know, so we'll see if this is a shift in, in his and his family's thinking about where they want to play at the next level. Rodney Terry is the interim. This is a guy that's got a, a big time history as a, in, in grassroots and uh, other aspects of basketball before getting to the level of, you know, now going from a high major assistant quickly, um, you know, to leading a program. We'll see if he ends up just being an interim or gets a chance to finish out the season. And depending upon how that goes, would, would Texas potentially hire him? We don't know the relationship with the Hollands and Terry and, and where that might go, but, um, you know, there's also a very good opportunity Arkansas sitting in the wings here to get another shot at a Ron Holland. Uh, you know, someone asked, I don't know if it was one of you guys or a caller, either the last segment or the or last week, but not long ago, you know, what, what would happen with Chris Beard? And I said, if what was in that affidavit was true, uh, he, he's got to be gone. Now, you know, Texas, I saw the statement that Texas put out. Uh, but they know enough. They've done enough of their own homework to feel like that he did enough, even though his fiance tried to retract the initial claims that made up that affidavit and that, that arrest warrant. Uh, even but even given all that, it was just too ugly of a situation. I think in this day and age, there's no doubt that uh, that that's a game changer and, and, a, and a, a valid reason to lose your job. So I don't think I think Texas acted appropriately, and I think you know. A benefit for a program like Arkansas is is that Texas struggles with this. Now, we'll see how much it struggles with it, whether on the court this year and in its recruiting class and moving forward. But, you know, Texas may try to move quickly to resolve things and get as far away from Chris Beard as it can. And, and you know, if they can smooth things out, it, you know, there's always a chance that Ron Holland sticks to his original commitment and signing. Yeah, here's the other question, and, and we, we think this is not going to happen, but if you looked at the, I can't remember if Sports Illustrated or ESPN's website, it's what does Texas do next, and there's a picture of Eric Musselman. 
Now, you know, it seems to me like he's pretty happy here. Seems like he's got a, already good recruiting for next year. And it seems like his family's very happy here. And it seems to us that Arkansas is a better program than Texas. You don't think there's any possibility of that, do you? Well, you know, you just never know. Mussman has been a nomad in, in, in coaching. Uh, that doesn't mean that he hasn't changed his philosophy on that. And, and, and is happy enough. And, and, you know, I think Arkansas can pay what it needs to pay uh, if it wants to keep Musselman. That doesn't mean they would be able to keep Musselman, but it, but I think they can go where they they feel like they need to go money wise um, to do that. So, you know, I, I think Texas had interest in him when they hired Chris Beard. I th- he was one of the guys that was on their list. Uh, we we know that was the case with Arizona, uh, but you know, so Musselman remained as Arkansas coach. So I think, you know. The success he's having at, at, at Arkansas, and he seems comfortable uh, in the college game. I mean, he's a newcomer relative to some of the other heavyweights in college basketball. He's a newcomer at the college level, and yet he seems comfortable and thriving and, and putting his name as one of the elite coaches in the game. Uh, so he's got it rolling in Arkansas, and, and you know he's not in the shadow of a Nolan Richardson. That era, as great as Nolan was to be a Hall of Fame coach, and do what he did at Arkansas, taking it to unprecedented heights after Eddie Sutton had done the same to a bit of a lesser extent, he's enough out of those guys' shadows where he's not being judged on their credentials. Arkansas had a a walk in the wilderness for a couple of decades there, and Musman has has energized everybody and energized a program that is playing up to the potential that was proven that it could have under, uh, I think, Sutton and Richardson. So, He's in a great spot. He's got a great there, – there's nothing here, in other words, to me that's a negative. Uh, that then means, well, who can show him something that he thinks is even better in, a, in another – to take a step in another direction? Could Texas be that? I don't think they care about no. basketball there as much no. as they do here at Arkansas. No, uh-uh. Um, I, and I think all. that's a big – I think that would be something big to weigh into a, a, a thought process like that if that matters. And I think for most of it, it does because – he, he is a an energy promotions, uh, you know, excitement generator. He he sees the importance of buying and all hands on deck. And he if he looked close enough at that part of it, I don't think even he would think that he could generate it, the kind of excitement there that he has been able to do here. I just I think that he'd be competing with a lot of other stuff. Uh, even though he'd probably do a great job there, I don't think it would be maybe as good for him as Arkansas is. Greg has been holding. Let's talk with Greg. No, Greg's not holding. Okay. Um, The ramifications, I mean, when you say the ramifications, Kevin, is is this, uh, could this be a perceived negative on the other hand, Uh, especially if this drags out uh, the Texas uh, potential opening drags out. You mentioned Terry as the uh, interim head coach right now. Uh, how about recruiting? I mean, this this is another area uh, from the high school standpoint in particular. I don't know how many that Arkansas ultimately will target in, uh, what, 2024 uh, from a basketball standpoint. Well, actually, it'll be 23-24. But um, – 
could this end up being a negative, though, for Eric Musselman for this to drag out, and that is not being uh, the actual coach, and could that of, of uh, Texas, could that impact Arkansas's recruiting? Well, you know, Arkansas is heavily recruiting in the Texas, in, in the state, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area specifically. Other parts had had such great success with Anthony Black and Jordan Walsh, and a lot of families are taking notice. I wrote an article about a five-star who's now at Montverde Academy in Florida, but he's from the Dallas-Fort Worth area, Amir Ali. I wrote this story this week, class of 2024, 6'8 guard, ESPN's game number 13 nationally. I interviewed his dad, and he said, look, don't think we're not keeping an eye on Eric Melsman patterns with playing his freshman uh and we know black and walls have had starting roles from the get-go we know nick smith jr was in that situation before you know in his brief time so far in the regular season and then we see a guy like joseph pinion having getting trust and, and being injected into a game that arkansas you hate to say a second game in sec plays a must win with that brutal road schedule at four out of the first six games arkansas needed to get something right so Amir Ali's dad said, we notice, we take notice that our, he's playing freshman. He lets him play through mistakes. And, we, we, you know, we're viewed as a potential one and done, and that's one of the things that puts Arkansas high on our list. He's going to take an official visit after the season. The point is they're from Texas. They see what Arkansas is doing with some of the Texas players. They see how they play with freshmen. I don't think it's as much about what's going on with Texas' hiring situation. If that turns into a problem, that only benefits Arkansas. But even if Texas pushes some correct buttons, I think Arkansas' strength as a program right now stands on its own and it has its own shadow to deal with and not worry about being engulfed in Texas' situation. Uh, and I think Melsman right now, uh, you know, the, the balance of what they do in the portal and how they forge meaningful roles, impact from that, and mix that with the freshmen uh, and, and the, the brand-new college players, I think Mussman's got a really good thing going right now, juggling that because he's he's doing it very well. I mean, Arkansas is eight points away from being unbeaten, and this is the toughest non-conference schedule they played. I think this is the toughest league schedule they'll have. And even though there's probably more question marks about LSU and Missouri, even though Missouri's been hot lately, uh, relative to some other teams Arkansas is about to face, uh, it's still I think maybe the strongest the league's been top to bottom in a while, and that says a lot because it's been a very good league. Hang on, Kevin, one more second. Joined again by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of hogville.net. Let's check in with nobody who is nowhere. Who knows where nowhere is, but he's nowhere to be found. It's in there. It's in between somewhere and anywhere. (laughs) Very good. Hey, uh, guys, man, after – listening to everybody talk about Chris Beard and all the stuff that's going on, it it hit me about, I don't know, half hour ago, how sad and tragic this is for the 10 or so employees under him that this is going to directly affect their career. Sure. Like, director of operations, recruiters, um, assistant coaches, you know, strength and conditioning people. Like, they're all going to have to go find new jobs as soon as they hire a new guy. Um, and and that's going to affect the school that those play, those guys leave. And it's just a trickle-down effect all from this this one incident. Have we heard anything about other coaches already looking to go other places? Um, I mean, I'm sure every 
player on their team has been contacted by every prominent program in the country at this point. Just, hey, don't forget us. We just had to hit the portal. Um, so I just wanted to kind of look at that angle for just a minute. I, I, my heart goes out to those those people that bought into Chris Beard and moved their families to Austin to be a part of that program. So God bless and keep you all people. Hope your New Year's going well. Thank you, nobody. Thank you. For those of us who have lived in Arkansas a long time, our heart should go out to anybody that moves to Austin. <laughs> Very well said, Mr. Schaefer. Yeah. You, you know, he, he, he brings up interesting stuff. Here's the awkward part of it. You're in season. Um, so, you know, coaches – I mean, most programs right now are very busy with their own seasons and the staff they have, and we know there's not chains up and stuff like that until off-season. So, you know, right after the NCAA tournament, typically, when you see a lot of coaching movement, more of the portal stuff. Now, there'll be portal stuff mid-season in terms of players going in, but, in you know, uh, usually the, the heavy the, the heavy majority of it uh, comes later. Um, you know, so we'll just keep an eye on all of that. But he's right. I mean, you know, this impacts everybody. When it's the head coach, it impacts everybody down. It just trickles down. When you have something like this happen, it's bad. So it's bad for everybody. And, you know, you got to think that most of those guys are going to land on their feet and get good jobs, but they may have to – some of them may have to take a step down, um, you know, uh, for a while. You you just never know. And so, yeah, this impacts a lot more than just the head coach and – you know, these are folks that didn't have any control over it, <laughs> over what happened. So that's that's tough. Let's talk with Kevin. Kevin, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hi, afternoon. Uh, how are y'all doing? Man, doing great. How about you? Hi, pretty good. Hey, um, I've been working all day and just got off work and uh, catching up on some news. And I've seen, uh, don't know if y'all have seen it, but I just on my Google News just seen an interesting report. Um, it said the headline said Nick Smith Jr. is likely has played his last game in Arkansas, and that's coming from NBA executives. Have y'all seen that? I know that is speculation among some NBA uh, executives, but I yeah. don't think that has actually been the case where Nick Smith Jr. has went no. to the University of Arkansas or anyone else connected with him has made an official statement that that's what's actually going to happen. Yeah. yeah I, so that was, there are that NBA folks that, that think this is a sign that he's done. I had one agent representative, not a scout, but an, an NBA agent representative who I stay in contact with reach out to me as soon as it was announced that he was going to be indefinitely out this last time. He said he's not playing again. That was his reaction. So there's a lot of NBA people that looking at this and the way the Rich Paul set up with Clutch and previous stuff that think that. So that's what, what this caller is talking about is, is valid, not only based on whoever's doing research and talking to folks for that article, but even just based on my own experience and what I've heard, that's the thought process coming from folks connected to the NBA. Kevin, what is your, wow. what is your gut feel? I think it's moving closer I, to something like that when – you're getting second opinions. And I've been saying that all along. I've said my thought is they had planned for him to get to 100% to compete as a Razorback. I still actually believe that. However, 
now they've gone um, to get a seek a second opinion, which is probably smart. But the longer this goes on, and now Musman has gone on the record beyond out indefinitely and has said through January, well, what does that look like? That's eight SEC games under Arkansas's belt by the end of the month, plus the Big 12 SEC Challenge at Baylor. Uh, so you would still have 10 more league games and then postseason, but the, the longer he's out, uh, and who knows how long it takes to fully get to 100%, and there may be a thought process at some point. At this point, we just need to move on. So I think that yeah. is a a considerable dynamic that has changed in the last few days, knowing that he's out in L.A. seeing a specialist. Uh, L.A. tells me Clutch and Rich Paul, uh, because that's where that's his NIL representation. That's going to be his scout. I mean, excuse me, his agent uh, as a professional, in my opinion. And, you know, that he, this isn't his first trip out there as part of that. So, you know, this is understandable why he and his family are doing these things. I'm in support of it. I just think the longer this goes, uh, it becomes more likely that we have seen him play for the last time. Now, I still think it's Nick Smith Jr.'s intention to get healthy and play for the Hogs again. I think his family would like to see that. Uh, I know that a couple of times before when when he tweaked the knee, there was speculation he wouldn't play until after the first of the year, or he may never play. And that wasn't true. He came back and tried it twice. So, you know, after Europe and, and went through preseason and tweaked it again and missed the first six games of regular season and came back again. So I think that's still at the heart of what they'd like to do. I just think it gets harder and harder the longer this goes with him not being out there. Now, would that would that uh, potentially, with all these injuries and all this, would that potentially bring his uh, draft stock down dramatically? No, not necessarily. The scouts I've talked to said as of now, it, nothing has changed with him. Um, okay. But th- this is the interesting part. There's not a whole lot of logic based on the past and how drafts work. No, they, thank you. They love the mystery. These teams do, and there's plenty of mystery right now. <laughs> um, so I, I don't think he has. And when he was playing, he played well. All right, Kevin, enjoy your weekend. We'll talk with you next week. That is Kevin McPherson. Thanks, guys. Better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of hogville.net.